0: Welcome to the unofficial Slate Star Codex podcast for June 20th, 2018. Titled Cost Disease in Medicine The Practical Perspective. Sometimes I imagine quitting my job and declaring war on cost disease in medicine. I would set up a practice with a name like Cheapo Psychiatry. The corny name would be important, it would be a statement of values. It would weed out the people who would say things like, How dare you try to put a dollar value on the health of a human being? Those people are how we got into this mess. And they would be welcome to keep dealing with the unaffordable health system they helped create. Cheapo psychiatry would be for everyone else. Cheapo psychiatry wouldn't have an office because offices cost money. You would Skype from your house to mine. It wouldn't have a receptionist, because receptionists cost money. You would book a slot in my Google Calendar. It wouldn't have a billing department, because billing departments cost money. You would PayPal me the cost of the appointment afterwards, or to be really hashtag aesthetic, use cryptocurrency. The Cheapo website would include a library of great resources on every subject. How to eat right. How to get good sleep. How to find a good therapist, the cognitive behavioral therapy workbook, the meditation relaxation tape. But the flip side would be that cheapo appointments would be brutally efficient. If you had problems with sleep, I would evaluate you for any relevant diseases, give you any medications that might be indicated, then tell you to read the how to get good sleep guide on the website. Boom, done. Small talk would be absolutely banned. How little could cheapo charge? Suppose I wanted to earn an average psychiatrist salary of about $200,000. The whole point of cost disease is that we should be able to lower prices without anyone having to take a pay cut. And suppose I work 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, each appointment takes 15 minutes, and 75% of my workday is patient appointments. That's 6,000 appointments per year, so to make my $200,000, I would need to charge about $35 per appointment. There would be a few added costs. Malpractice insurance would probably run about $10,000 per year, but this is the best-case scenario. $35 per appointment isn't bad. Most existing cash-only psychiatry practices charge at least $150 per 30-minute appointment. So we would be less than a quarter of the going rate. I think a lot of insurances charge a $40 copay per psychiatrist visit, so even uninsured cheap-o patients would be paying less cash than insured patients anywhere else. Create cheapo-style psychiatry offices, primary care offices, etc. all around the country and maybe, aside from catastrophe insurance, which should be cheap, having health insurance would no longer be such a big deal. My job is great and I love it, so I'm only slightly tempted to do this myself. The reason I bring it up is why doesn't anyone else do it? And if it's possible to provide cheap health care like this, then how does health care still cost so much? What am I missing? I don't know. I've never run a business, and it's probably much harder and more expensive than I think. One of the reasons for my cheap-o fantasy is so that I could find out. But here are some speculations. Part of the reason might be because there's a shortage of doctor entrepreneurs. And a few existing doctor entrepreneurs are busy finding new ways to make ultra-boutique super-premium clinics that they charge rich people $500 an hour for the privilege of entering. And they're doing that because it pays way more than $200,000 per year. $200,000 per year is the standard salary for an average psychiatrist who wants a zero-risk job in the current system, and the privilege of never having to worry about the business side of things. Another part might be that insurance is squatting in the mid-range market. Even in America, most people are insured. So unless your cost can beat the insurance copay, which even cheapo barely does under ideal conditions, most people will go to the standard insurance-accepting practices unless you give them a good reason not to. And the best reason not to will be that you're claiming to be better than the insurance-accepting clinics, which means you're aiming at the high-end market. And insurance-accepting practices can't lower prices, because insurances make you follow lots of rules before they'll work with you. Plus, you need a small city worth of administrators to deal with the insurance companies. Also, seeing a patient every 15 minutes is exhausting, One of the advantages of hour-long appointments is that most people don't need an hour, and so you can take the last 20 minutes to write notes or answer messages or work on blog posts. Right now, the only way I can imagine the niche getting filled is somebody doing it for the lulls strikeout as an act of political protest. Imagine if someone started cheapo psychiatry and it worked. All this stuff I'm saying about how socialized healthcare might be better than our current system, but isn't the real answer, how it's just locking in entrenched cost disease and a truly free market could find better alternatives, instead of vaguely gesturing at it, there would finally be some evidence. Well, there's already the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, which does exactly this, and costs about as fifth, a fifth as much as surgery anywhere else. But maybe if there's more evidence, people will stop ignoring it. This audio version of Slate Star Codex is provided with the permission of Scott Alexander. I am not Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And you can find me at wearenotsaved.com, where I also have a podcast. For anyone wishing to reference this content, please do so by linking to the original post. If you think having an audio version of Slate Star Codex is valuable, and you have nothing better to do with your money, consider donating at patreon.com slash sscpodcast, or leave us a review somewhere. Until next time.